is the madness edition of Hitting the High Notes Jazz Talk. It is I, I am here. You can follow me on the Twitterverse. I'm, uh, that's Hootran. That's at Hootran Superman. That's H U U T R A N Superman. That's Hootran Superman. That's H U U T R A N Superman. Uh, he's wearing a stupid green uh, dress today. Um, uh, he is Jared Barker. Go, this is Fortnite. What's up, man? I mean, green dress? What are you talking about, Willis? This is a stupid green. You look stupid in that green dress. You, uh, you, look, uh, you look stupid wearing that green dress. Do I? I don't feel stupid. Um, uh, and, and <laughs> this guy um, uh, f- fills out 80 brackets a year, so he, he's, he's bound to get one right. Um, uh, he's the Squatches of Dragons. What's up, Dragon Squatch? Yeah, I'm just here to hear about everyone's brackets. Yeah, like, uh, that's, what you, that's all we want to hear about. Like, how did your bracket brackets. do, everybody? Brackets, brackets, brackets. Uh, everybody have a perfect bracket? You, know, you must have a perfect bracket. <laughs> you, you predicted it all, so... Uh, I'm the smart one. I, I'm, I'm the one that doesn't fill out brackets. So um. I d- I have stopped filling them out years ago when I figured out found out they were a scam for Cavs Dam to try to make money off of us. Yeah, well, I'm, uh, it's, it worked. People love it, and and, and then fuck Cavs Dam, bro. They they that hate guy it has all. been blocked on Twitter. Thankfully, I hate that guy, Dan Gilbert. He's garbage. Um, don't get a mortgage with Rocket Mortgage. They're a scam, buddy. Wow, that, that took a turn. Um, uh, so uh, we're here. I'm uh, the Jazz, uh, the fourth place Jazz, still fourth place Jazz. Um, are about to take Apparently, on hanging on by a thread. Yeah. Um, uh, they they got a win against the the Chicago Bulls. Um, uh, you know, trying to exercise the demons from 1998. Um, and um, uh, so upcoming game. I'm uh, the you know those those dreaded Clippers are coming into town. Um, the Clippers without Kawhi and Paul George, the Jazz without Bojan and and Donovan Mitchell, and I guess we'll throw Daniel House in there. Um, yeah, so this is gonna be you know you know get, get your money's worth t- tomorrow night, folks. Um, uh, uh, see if that five out works. See, see if Terrence Mann shows up and and um, uh, you know tears the Jazz up again. Um, and we're doing an episode today, and I want to be honest, guys. Like uh, the season's just too damn long. This is I, I want to say the same same point last year. Where we're just kind of we hit the like. All right, let's just get to, let's just get to the playoffs. Like last year was, let's get to the playoffs. We're f- we're first in the West. The Jazz are first in the West. You know, let's get to the playoffs so we can show everybody what's the, what, what the Jazz are made of. And now it's just like, oh, let's get to the let's get to the playoffs because, you know, the Jazz probably aren't going to do anything. They might surprise everybody, but it's almost like we want it to be over with. Um, and like I was walking to the game last night, the the Bulls game, and I was like, oh, this game just. I know it's two teams that are fighting for playoff positioning is. Important. There's a little bit of rivalry back there, um, you know. As far as East rivals go, this was this might be one for the Jazz, and it just it didn't seem like it mattered, you know. And even during the game, like, yeah, you know, I, I think Mark said Mark from the twos and threes was like, oh, it felt like you know a really good win. I'm like, does it? Does it really feel like that good? Of a win? No, it's because the Bulls are frauds, and they're just just a slightly more fraudulent than we are. I was I was having this argument with, with AJ since he keeps up with the Bulls because he lived out in Chicago. And then he's like, well, hey, you can't judge them because they're missing, like, X amount of the roster. And I'm like, so are we. I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't I'm know. Like, like, Frauds is a weird like, – it's, it's like when people say I'm uh, – No, know, no it's because they haven't they haven't beaten any quality teams, like, no, in the have, East yeah. West besides the Jazz. Yeah. <laughs> you consider the Jazz a quality team. They, 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 they wipe the floor with the Jazz. Um, uh, you know, I mean, the Bulls team is, is interesting. They, they, they've had some good stretches and I mean, they were first in the East for a while. Um, yeah, they're, well, they are missing Lonzo. So that's not nothing. I mean, the, yeah, their defense is a lot better when they have both of their, their I mean, it's a team that was like last year, they, they made the trade, the big trade. Um, 
that you know it was like oh it's a trade that didn't even get into the playoffs and they went and signed Lonzo to a fairly large deal Caruso to and not large but like you know a, a good amount of money it wasn't like outrageous money but their team looked good for a little bit they're 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 in the East and I don't know the East it seems you know weird anyway but I don't know Logan did uh, I assumed you watched the game last night yeah dude it's weird how the Bulls went from like uh, went from uh, drastically overachieving to not being good at all. It's just weird what our <laughs> expectations were them to start the year. But no, I, I, there's just somehow, some way, I don't know how it is that I've got myself connected to the Chicago White Sox Twitter. So I do see a lot of people saying the same thing Jared said about the Bulls. They have a hard time with, with good teams. Um, so, I mean, it's not unfounded for sure. But it was, a good, it, was, it was a good win for sure. I mean, I, I, yeah, it was a good win. Like, yeah, it's, it is. it is kind of funny that um, I think earlier in the day, or maybe it was the day before there was just a lot of, a lot of comments about uh, the Milwaukee game before that and how it'd be nice to win one of these big games. And, you know, everyone quickly jumped on, I think our, it was our guy, Josh, and they jumped on him pretty quick to talk, you know, to, to, to rattle off the four teams we did beat this year, which is, it's really kind of funny. We can count them on one hand. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. yeah I also, you I can just, it's, count it's, the blown leads on like yeah, on it, hands and toes. <laughs> but it's just, it's also like a really like just wild, like thought exercise to talk about how, how did we include Phoenix in that list, list of good wins. But within the same breath or two tweets later, we talk about the Milwaukee game. We were out bogey. It's just kind of a weird, it's just a weird, it's a weird thought. Confirmation activity. bias. Yeah. It's just kind of a crazy yeah. thought, but, yeah. um, no, it was, it was definitely a good win. I wouldn't go like biggest win this season, or I would I wouldn't take anything out of it. Then it was a really good win. Like I don't. That's a game you should win, right? So I don't know. I agree. I don't. I don't really know what to take of it. Other than that. It was fun to watch. They kicked their asses. Donovan went just nuclear in the third quarter. So it was it was super fun to watch. But it wasn't like yeah. a statement win or like a great win of the season. I mean, it was just a regular yeah. good I win. It's fun. It's fun. Exactly the right. Yeah. I mean, Jared, you were there. Were you there, Jared? Were you, at, were you at the game, Jared, or were you? Or were you yeah, uh, I was at the game. Okay, okay. It was French night, bro. Of course, I was there. I, I mean, you, you you live so far away. I don't know when you're in town and stuff. So um. the old French, the old French night. Just when I thought I was out, they dragged me back in. I thought know? I thought they were doing French night on St. Patrick's Day. I was like, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I had a I had a banger of a tweet reply to the French night, and nobody even saw it in the world. It was just it was it was fucking high quality. No one even saw it or cared. It was just I must have missed it. I don't appreciation tweets. Was oh, no, no, yeah, that one was good too. But people are people truly in their true arrogance. Like, you, oh, know, you want to talk about little, you oh, want man, to talk about people were so you want to talk about little brother it's, syndrome. The, the Tiffany people showed Utah. me the replies to that tweet, and it was it was hilarious. How, yeah. how bad about Idaho being cooler. If you like, want to get under Utah and talk about Idaho and know quickly little brother you because they're little brother by the rest of the world. It's just it's, it's funny as hell. Being <laughs> somebody who spent half their life in both, it's like you're not that different. It's just fucking hilarious. It, no, but it was it was uh oh my god, gosh, I can't remember our kid's name, Honey Badger. He's like Has anyone it, seen has anyone seen the has anyone seen the shirts for, for French night? And I, I said I he said, How do they look? And I said they look like shit. But jazz fans will tell you they're highly underrated. Mathematically, the best T-shirt you've ever seen for fan appreciation. Honestly, they honestly, just died. Nobody the, saw it. The blue ones are so were so much nicer. So they they totally like fucked you over if you bought the quote unquote ticket package. They had they gave you an even shittier version of the of the one that they were selling for thirty bucks. Like so, it was like they gave you a white version of that, but it was like cream colored. Not I, only. I, 
Not only, did your, tweet, uh, uh, not only did your tweet die on Twitter, Logan, it, it died here on the podcast. Which yeah. I'm again. Like, I'm, uh, no mention of the tweet whatsoever. Um, yeah, I didn't even know what it was anymore, but yeah. it, was, <laughs> it was a good Rudy Gobert reference is what it was. Go <laughs> find it. It got go blocked. Dig, go, blocked go, go, out go, go dig through the depths of Honey Badger and I's just random conversations. Honey Badger, will be, find it. Honey Badger will be your, your Honey Paul's son. So, um, uh, that, that's a good point, actually. He might be. Yeah, Honey Squatch. <laughs> The honey squash. Um, honey badger, don't give a damn. <laughs> don't give a damn. Uh, so yeah, like I'm a, and, okay. I, I will. It was a fun win. I, I mean, I was there. I was working and. Um, oh man, I didn't. I didn't realize you were there. Oops, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, was, I, was, I was like, I was like, oh, you're at the game. So, um, so I had to go back to the studio real quick at halftime to get another card. I came back. So I actually missed like the first like few buckets of Donovan, but like watching like the last four or five threes, I'm like, oh yep. He's he's feeling it. I didn't I didn't know how far how many points he had. But I was like he's he hit like four or five threes in a row. I was like, he's got to be good, doing well. Um, and um, it's it's always fun to see Don and get going to that like, you know, that dark place that he goes into. Because like I came back and like uh, the first thing I saw was him just like ripping at the ref. I'm like okay, he's just like he thought he got fouled, stayed on the other end, and just sat, sat there and yelled at the ref for thirty seconds. Going, you know, ba- basically saying give me a technical. Like that's what he wanted was. Attack and I guess that pumped him up. I don't know. Um, that was weird because I saw I saw you tweet Donovan hunting attack when the broadcast said the same thing. I thought you were being uh, sarcastic, but now I'm realizing you were actually just seeing it in the moment as well. Yeah, dude, just... dude, there was there was some weird like give, give Holly Rose job to who I can't. Re- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> are we ready? Are we ready to have that conversation about Holly Rose? We have nothing uh, else to talk about. Go for it. Hey man, if you want to have that conversation, we have to have Jamie Protein on the podcast. Because uh, he is she's like not, he's been not good. He's yeah, yeah. I feel like she's way better in scripted segments where like she has a uh, like a very specific like place that she's going with stuff. Because I don't know her offhand commentary doesn't make a lot of sense. I will have to agree with Jamie and you. Uh, she I wouldn't say she's bad, but yeah, she's not. She's an upgrade over Heartbreak, but that's not saying much. I mean, technically, she's. Uh... You know, Thurl's the harping, right? And and Holly is sort of harping adjacent, but also like Chris and Kenny, and yeah, um, like because like Chris and Kenny didn't have as much um, leeway, or they didn't give her as much responsibility. Uh, you know, Chris and Kenny was very silent reporter, would do a segment here and there, but like never like give analysis uh, really on, on air. So um, it's different what they do do with their jobs. And I, I, the problem is that I don't get to watch Holly a lot. Like if I'm in the studio, I don't get to watch the broadcast. And if I'm not in the studio and they're at a home game, I'm usually shooting the game. So, you know, it is it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, the game was fun. The the, the Jazz against Bulls, I, I you know, the Jazz against the Bucks. I mean, you know, whatever moral victories. It's just playing an East team like where I was like, all right, like. The, the well, game... I honestly, I honestly kind of enjoyed the Jazz and Bucks because it was a really hard fought game. I mean, it's, the result changes at the end. Everyone feels different about that game. It's it was. A really good game like if you just look at it from a pure like competitive perspective like I, and look it's like you're such a liar that I, team was unbearable because we lost i i guess some, I, I guess to me like it's like a win against the bulls like i i think in the long run doesn't count as much as the game against the mavs coming up uh, right because yeah. i'm uh, like that's the game that has that the, the game has yeah. a chance to swing really um oh, yeah because like the jazz might win, lose the next two but if they win the one against the mavericks that you know gives them the edge right 
Um, yep. I mean, the, obviously the Jazz need to get wins here and there, but I, I we're feeling we're we're in the part of, like the last like what twelve to fourteen games left where I think we kind of assume that every team is kind of who they are. Like I think the Jazz will probably win nine or ten games. The Mavericks will will come down to the last um, uh, probably game of the season, but I, I don't think the Jazz are going to drop to seven. You know, so right. Uh, no, I think the lowest will be to that we realistically in my opinion the lowest will go is five but i mean it's it's possible if we keep trending how we are because we're four and four in the last eight it's possible we drop to like six but i, don't I, know. I mean there's injuries and stuff like right now i mean donovan with the calf strain uh, you know coming right. coming at the wrong time of year i mean that could all change but seeing the team even if they drop to five or six i'm like i i, I feel like i kind of have a feeling what this jazz team is and um, this Jazz team was exactly what the Milwaukee game was, competitive for three quarters and shit the bed in the fourth. That's right. Bingo. <laughs> pretty, pretty much exactly what it was. Bingo. That, yeah. that is exactly what this, this team Lots Lots of excitement. Gets you, it gives you a little bit of false hope. And they, I mean, I didn't really – I don't think I was on during that game, and I didn't really look at people's reactions because it was pretty much what I expected. It was a lot of, like, self-inflicted wounds to close it out, right? Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just that, that we still seem to struggle that in big moments where we just hurt ourselves. But, you know, I, I, I think you guys are right. I don't think, I, I, well, I mean, I don't know. There's a pretty gnarly Eastern road swing that's coming up. Right. So, and yeah. suddenly, and suddenly everyone's got strained calves and yeah, um, that, that, runny noses again. So the, yeah, the injuries, um, uh, the injuries are, are a little concerning. I just, I don't know. Like, I guess because like the whole, the whole time we kind of, well, Trent Forrest has had that, that wrist or that sprain uh, for a while. Right, yeah. it's a lot of time. Uh, we um, uh, we focused on like not worrying too much about the regular season, and uh, we were talking to Mark about that. And we said this on the podcast, like, look, I, I think I think you know the two main guys for the Jazz are better. Their third guy um, is no longer Mike Conley; it's Bogey, but he's also better. Mike Conley's you know regressed, but it's not. I don't think he's falling off a cliff. Um, right, Royce O'Neal has regressed a lot, uh, or moderately, maybe not a lot, but moderately. And, um, I, seems like the seems like the last second half of the season he's fallen. Yeah, like and, considerably. And, and you know, he, maybe he can you know in the playoffs and then you know everybody just reaches new levels and he we know he can get there. But you know, he's hope, also yeah. It's, it, we, right now looks, we're all living on hope. So <laughs> it looks pretty bleak. I, I I don't know his mom. I I I'm surprised his mom hasn't been defending him more on Twitter or something because, oh. man. She, she, I think she, she, she probably yelled at Andy, Lar- Andy Larson. Um, uh, yeah, probably true. But um, uh, you know, the, the, the Jazz bench here is is JC, uh, Rudy Gay, Hassan Whiteside, um, a better Trent Forrest. You know, Daniel Daniel House, uh, Eric Pascal. Like, I mean, we, we talked about this before. Like the the bench, I don't know, better is the word, but it feels more versatile. Um, it feels like all right, cool. Like you, you have some guys out there. Um, uh, you know, you, you have Rudy Gay who, up and down, but uh, he he has, you know, he still has a lot of tools that the Jazz were looking for when they signed him. Like he's not out there um, uh, scoring 15 points a game, but the the reason you signed him was for his body. I mean, Logan, you asked the question like um, uh, last two weeks ago. Excuse me. Um, you know what? What do you expect from Rudy Gay now? Like, now you've been kind of watching a little more, and we're, we're getting closer. Like, what did you expect from Rudy Gay when we first signed him? And now that we're going to the playoffs and Rudy Gay is, you know, one of the top eight guys on the team. I, I don't know what to expect from him because he hasn't been good. So, I mean, I guess we're expecting kind of what we're hoping for from the Jazz, and that is to 
to do things that we've never seen him do before. I, I still know. I don't know what Rudy Gay is. I I, just, I still don't know because I have been paying attention to Rudy Gay, but there, it still doesn't. I still don't know what his game is or what his game. This incarnation of him seems to be a, you know, a lot of missed shots and a lot. He, he seems to be easily frustrated and rattled. So I don't know. I don't I mean, know what it is. And we, we, we kind of the kind, kind of the thought was to bring him in to help do some of the five out lineups, right? But we don't really seem that seemed to be a ship that sailed. So yeah, those lineups. Um, I mean, I guess maybe in the playoffs when the when the game slows down, he's someone who can you know run some isolation ball and do some things. I I, I, I just don't know. I don't yeah. know. Uh, for me, I I don't think I'm a five. I'm like I'm not one of these five out people. Like the Jazz need to have a five out lineup because I think if you if Rudy Gobert's not on the floor, it just doesn't make sense. But I also thought, you know, I mean, uh, Jared, when Rudy Gay signed in the beginning of the year, what were things that you were kind of hoping to see from him um, uh, when he came over from uh, in the offseason and when he started? Well, I was hoping that he'd be a little bit of a, to use that uh, a, a tie Corbinism, a little bit of a scoring punch off the bench. Um, and, like, he, his offense has just been so inconsistent. It's It's concerning. And I was hoping that, you know, that he'd be a guy that you could sometimes play on some of those bigger wings to, you know, to help the Jazz with their size. But I don't know, man. It seems like the Jazz are, like, dead set on playing him at the four and stuff. And it's just, I don't know. I mean, I mean, because he, he's played, you know, he, he started, he came in the league as a shooting guard, as he said. Yeah. Um, he, you know, the Jazz do have some uh, four lineups there that, that they need him in there. He played center for a little bit this year. So, like, he, he has, I, I think the versatility does help. Um, because I can, you know, you're, you're hoping that he can. Yeah, but those minutes were atrocious. I really hope he doesn't play center in the playoffs. Yeah, that, I mean, I, I think the five-out lineup is just it was a mirage that us fans were have always um, were interested in. But I think the I Jazz... think the Jazz were interested in it too because they're trying to figure out they need some lineup versatility. Um, but I, I think he does. I think the lineup versatility is more like you know if 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 you if someone's playing a non-center. Then instead of Bogey and Mike out there, maybe throw Rudy Gay, uh, Royce, and and Daniel House out there with Donovan and and Red Rudy, right? Like Rudy's your 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 one A or one B on this team. It's just hard for me to like, oh yeah, let's let's take him out, you know, for four minute yeah. stretches in, in the fourth quarter. Um, well, honestly, I'm starting to wonder about Royce's um, mental fortitude in terms of like in the crunch and everything like that. It seems like when the pressure is on, Royce cannot perform this year like at all. And it's just, it it's so confusing because it used to be like that tough shot where the jazz needed, you know, the little bit of a bump and the boost from a, a, a you know, a three, but that was like Royce's shot and he would hit it like consistently. And now it's just like, if, if the pressure is on Royce will fold or he will not take the shot. And it's just, and then the offense just blows up. It everything just falls apart after he doesn't take that shot. And yeah, I mean, the, the, the jazz is the jazz offense is predicated on you know the open man taking the shot. And when when it's those those guys out there plus Royce, right? It's Mike Boyan, Donovan, and Rudy. Royce, you know, the re- reason Royce um, uh, was so good at shooting at last year or had a good such a good percentage was because he was open more times than everybody else. So. Um, this year he's got some yips, um, but you know the, the, there are some different versatile combinations. I think if you have Rudy Gay and, and Daniel House, that's you know that's obviously um, uh, probably a little more versatile than having George Yang out there, right? Uh, on yep. defense. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
No, I mean, offense is I – mean, it really hard. I mean, the Jazz are – the Jazz have to figure out a way to, um, uh, you know, use the facility but still be okay on offense, right? They're so reliant on having that, that five um, – uh, those five guys out there, uh, Royce, Boyan, Mike, Donovan, and, and Rudy for, you know, all, all their actions to work. Um, but yeah, yeah, you got to, you know, you, you got to take a uh, Royce out of there and put in a house sometimes, I think. And, and that, that could help, but also like, again, we're, we're still, you know, sometimes I, I think Boyan and, and Mike have to come out sometimes too. Like, yes, yeah. no, I agree with that. I do like, I'm a, it, you know, especially kid. Mike, because the, the lack of size with the two guards is really, really apparent and really painful versus a team like Phoenix. Yeah, and can, it can feels Donovan, like, you can't... yeah. Can, can Donovan um, handle being out there with, you know, guys who are not as good as shooters or not a good ball handler as Mike. And uh, we'll see. And this is, this is one of the things that I think the, the, the air of, um, cause there's still some hope. I mean, the jazz could make a run and who knows, like we, we've seen teams do this before. We're like, Oh, they're dead in the water. All of a sudden, you know, they get hot right around playoff time. Like, oh, okay. You know, we, we, we see right now in the March Madness and everything. And some teams get hot or some teams fizzle out. Um, but I, I, I guess the thing is that, like, um, I think most of us uh, in the Twitter, Twitterverse, we, we kind of see the writing on the wall. Like, boy, the Jazz don't get far again. Like, this is this is it. This is it for this Jazz team. Uh, you know, we, we talked about, you know, team blow it up. It's, it's, it's going to happen sooner than later and, and they don't have a lot of pieces that they can blow up besides uh, uh, Rudy and Donovan, you know, like next yeah. year, if the jazz fail in the first or second round again, or maybe in the Western Conference finals, you know, Mike Conley, Boyan, uh, those contracts will probably not be as desirable as they were two years ago. So um, you're, you're selling, you're selling them uh, basically a dollar for 50 cents. Now, uh, yeah. even Rudy Gobert, like even you trade Rudy Gobert away, you're, you're trading a dollar for 70 cents at, at best, maybe. So, um, yeah, it's, it's I, I have, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of agree with that, but at the same time, you, yeah, I I completely disagree. Okay, I couldn't. I mean, I just I just I don't I don't I don't I think they I think we see the the, the structure of pretty much the same team. Even if we fizzle out, I don't think they'll do anything with it. I think they'll. If I've learned anything, there's always a readily excuse. One of those. One of our. You know, one of our 17 key guys is bound to be hurt, whether it be, you know, Daniel House or someone like that. There's always an excuse <laughs> or reason as to why. And, and, I, and I, it's, I'm being a little bit sarcastic there, but not because there is always an excuse. Suddenly Daniel House being out is like a key player. And, and, and I don't think it's 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 not wrong. And, and you know, that clip you sent us from, from the Zach Lowe podcast, Jared in the group text, and it's something I've been thinking about. I think we touched on it last week a little bit too. While Daniel House has been a good pickup for us, I think it is it is kind of a head scratcher when we look at our entire lineup that we are counting on a guy so readily who essentially couldn't find a job in the NBA. Which it, it's just it's just it's strange. It's just it's kind of a, it, it just goes back to what I think who and Mark have been talking about a lot, which is I don't really know what to make of this roster. While it feels like a good story, I think it is a bit of an indictment, kind of like where we are overall, right? Like it's kind of a heavy burden for a lot a big ask of a guy who was struggling to stay in the NBA. So he may be our diamond in the rough, who knows, but it just, it, when you look, if you were to look at it from the outside and you were just objectively looking at it, you would definitely kind of maybe scratch your head too. But uh, I don't think yeah. we've seen, I don't uh, think we've yeah. seen anything. I don't, yeah. think we've seen any, I don't think we've seen anything from the jazz that indicates they have the balls to blow it up. I think that's too ballsy of a move. If, mm-hmm. if someone forces their hand like Donovan, it's a different animal. They've been, but I don't, I don't see him doing it. I mean, that's probably, I know that I know that trader Danny Ainge is a big hot thing, but, 
really he, he he's I think he's linked to seventy five more rumors than he is actual rumors. And I don't think he has the guts to do it. I think that's too scary for them. And that's probably a, that was kind of our biggest fear with the Ryan Smith era. Is, is Ryan Smith going to be different, or is he going to be the Millers two point oh? And the last two trade deadlines and off seasons have shown us it's kind of the same formula thus far. So inner circle um, two know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, it's the Jericho so, Appreciation Club. <laughs> Society. Is that what they call it? Society. Jericho Appreciation Society. Society yeah. Um, uh, they, sports uh, inter- they're sports entertainers, not yeah. basketball players. You know, if we get, you know, we have nothing to talk about, like in the AEW's hitting the cylinders right now. Um, but really quick, like so that that probably is like the difference between Daniel House and a bio candidate. Is a bio candidate was, I mean, still on a roster, uh, but so, some of these guys, like um, PJ Tucker, was probably still playing for somebody. Before um, uh, you know, like like regular minutes for what the Rockets, right? Um, yeah, and maybe maybe he did. Maybe they sat him for a couple months, and um, maybe that's a, a small difference between what Daniel House is and like a bio candidate um, uh, is. But um, I, mean, I don't think PJ Tucker's been on has had like legitimate NBA contracts and is usually pretty coveted by folks. I don't think right. he and Daniel House are in the same category. I yeah, mean, while I, they're I, not, I'm just trying I mean, to. Like, I'm just trying he, to He's comparing them because they were on the same team a little bit. Well, because yeah, like, because like PJ Tucker like had a month off from the Rockets, right? Like they basically said we're going to sit you until we can trade you or cut you, right? And um, is that what happened, or am I making that up? Um, I can't remember. I mean, PJ Tucker. I, like, no I mean, it was on a, a bad Rockets team, so. Um, and then he traded to the to the to the to the Bucks. Yeah. And, and that's why I said, like, I mean, like, well, he didn't, yeah, he didn't look good. He would, they'd have been playing at him at center and he was all kinds of worn down. Around the trade deadline, I kind of said the same thing. We were like, yeah. like, you know, like talking about uh, these guys. And I was like, it was like, it was like well, we think that, because I was talking to the beat writers about this. And like, I was like, I'm like well, what about Daniel House? I'm like, Daniel House is, look, I, he has looked good in the, in the two weeks that he played for the Jazz. And, you know, there are some, there are some skills there. But this is also a guy that didn't have a job for quite a few months. Like, He's right. been out of the league for or for like since like November, uh, two months ago. So, and, and again, you know, kudos to the Jazz for finding him and and, and you know kind of convincing him to like stay and 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 sign with the Jazz after all that craziness happened. Um, and yeah, and, and the Jazz have you know like the, the Jazz showcased uh, both their trade assets uh, from the, the trade deadline yesterday against the Bulls, uh, Wancho and uh, who did not look good. And uh, and uh, nah, so oh was... man, started. That was I was like, I was like, who's this guy that sort of looks like Boyan and sort of has a similar number as Boyan? He did, he he did like... look a lot like Boyan. <laughs> in the I was like, what the hell is... and I'm like, he, oh, he's yeah. playing so much worse than Boyan. Who is this I guy? Think I'm, uh... like, oh, it's Hernan Gomez. Oh, what he's yeah. starting? Yeah, what just the... uh, hey, hey, you know, mad scientist Quinn, you know, trying some things out. Like I was like, all right, well, you. We'll give it a shot, and he gave Dude, it a shot. So, so bad. yeah, that was a. I mean, it's a very small sample size. But... The game turned. Like... Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it was um, uh, it was it was crazy. I was like, oh boy. Well, that experiment doesn't like it's worked, but you know, again, you know, I, I don't want to kill it dead after one, but you know, didn't. Yeah, well, I I don't want to bury him on Twitter or anything. It's just like. I was just like, damn! Oh my goodness! I'm so sorry, Mr. Rodney. But um, uh, hey, I'm, uh, the the young piece of jazz got. I'm uh, probably gonna sign to maybe extensions at some point. Uh, hey, at least at least he had a good game. So, Nick Nikolai, I'm uh, Alexander Walkerson. Um, yeah, dude, dude, that was a that was a that was like a coming out game for him. It's like, hey, you might actually see rotational minutes because you were good. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> no, it's more like a breaking case of emergency type situation. I mean, yeah, like that's the thing is like for me, it's like, because like, Tejo was like, oh, does he, you know, like he was joking around, like, I'm a, means he's not going to start, he's not going to play any more minutes the rest of the season. I'm like, he probably shouldn't. Like, I don't know. He had a good game. That's great. He also had like three bad games before this for the Jazz. Oh, no, I agree. Um, no, I agree. He's had like, he's had 30 point games for the, for the Pelicans. And I'm not saying he's bad. I'm just saying that, um, uh, uh, look, he's there's obviously. Ready. Some yeah, skills there. Um, Logan had never seen the skills before, but <laughs> um, he was at a Pelicans game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. It's even even more of an indictment on him. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there, there are some skills there, uh, but like, well, I don't know. Like when the Jazz made the trade, I didn't think, okay, cool, they went and got a guy. I thought that maybe you guys are you guys are being too hard on the Jazz system is really hard to learn. So <laughs> give him give him seven to eight more years. It's a whole, it's a whole new language. It's a whole new language. Yeah, I mean they're always blending. It's so weird that he's like he's even talking about like like I was like how is this? I don't I don't understand because you know we've had Sarah Todd on here talk about it and how like all the words are different. But to me, I'm like okay, but if all the plays are the same, but the words are different, how is this helpful for the team to have a different vocabulary for you know? A pick and roll, the set. same thing. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. yeah exactly. But, uh, apparently, it works. I guess I don't, I don't know. Um, but yeah, like I'm a you know Walker was always more of a you know not even a break cancer emergency this year, more of a well you know here's someone that could be considered you know a draft asset you know so somebody that used to be a first round draft pick, somebody that they could have and maybe in a year or two um, uh, could be a rotation piece. Or you know I thought they were going to trade Jordan Clarkson too, so. Yeah, well, I thought you know, all right, give him Clarkson minutes, but um, yeah, I mean, not to, I mean, not to, I mean, Clarkson just said had had a forty-five point game, a twenty-six point game, so. Well, you you also we also thought we were all getting Josh Richardson or something, but well, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll hope. I mean, again, like, I mean, like we say, Josh Richardson, like that was like a real a real great prize. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, oh, Josh Richardson, yay! Yeah, um, well, that was yeah, it was a booby prize because you're like, I don't want this, but it's something. Yeah. <laughs> So I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm at the point just like, uh, well, let's see what happens this off season, and uh, um, I'm, I am trying to be like, like again, who knows? Like maybe maybe this Versailles bench is, is exactly what the Jazz are just kind of waiting to unleash. But I honestly would not be shocked if they blew it up this off season and tried to rebuild around Donovan. Yeah, I mean that 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 seems to you know we, we've been wrong so many times on this podcast. I know, but, so, but uh, pretty much every pretty much every time that's why we cover our bases. And I disagree because yeah. if I agree and you disagree, we're bound to be right yeah. uh, <laughs> one way or another. One they of us, blew the it pod, up yet kept it together. It was crazy. Correct. The podcast <laughs> will be there. We have to. We have to. We have to disagree for the good of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We don't actually believe anything we're saying. It's just oh, know, uh, yeah. it's the skip. It's the Skip Bayless, uh, Woody Page thing that was invented all those years ago. <laughs> I do. I do. I do have a couple of random thoughts in my note stream of consciousness. If you guys want to play a little game where I'll fire off some random questions and see Go for how it. you respond to them. Oh. So uh, my my first one was and this is just me being a little dickhead, but how come the crunch time refs didn't translate to the Milwaukee game? Um. We got those crunch time reps against the Houston Rockets. How come it didn't translate to the Milwaukee Bucks game? How come I thought that's what we were getting was because we were missing Boyan, of course. Okay, my bad. Well, like, so um, I, I, like, you have to remind me because, like, honestly, these games are all meshing together at this point. Uh, remember, remember the Rockets game was you know it was it was good for us because we got crunch time reps against a bad team, and we were talking about how that's going to scaffold into actually mattering, but it didn't matter against Milwaukee. 
Well, we skipped some steps here. Reps. Okay, that wasn't I, I, a ref. I keep, that wasn't I keep, that, I keep hearing no. refs. I'm sorry. Short time reps is what I'm hearing. Yeah, sorry, refs. I don't uh, talk about refs. I heard you, refs. I don't uh, talk about refs. I don't, uh, yeah, we don't. Uh, no, no, no. Um, Jesus okay. Christ. So, uh, <laughs> if, I ever, if you ever see me tweet about a ref on an officiating call, you just know that I'm being a smartass. I'm not even trying to avoid smartassery. Because yeah. I, I, I don't know how you explain, like, refereeing, like, if you don't understand by now that NBA officiating is terrible, that it's slanted and it's geared towards stars and it's never done fairly, I don't know what to tell you. Like, is it cool? No, but it sucks. And no. it just, you just have to come to grips with it for the love of God. Guess like, what? It's, it's the NBA. You have to. Like, exactly. Like, like, it's just, it's honestly, just though, <laughs> be, be grateful that the Jazz got that call with Rudy getting away with one on Luca because, like, that never happens. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, so and my yeah, first random thought was, yeah, okay. Yeah, first one wasn't very good. I was just trying to be the smartest. But here, here's, I think this one may be better. Would you trade Mike Connolly for Jay Crowder and Grayson Allen? Oof. I don't know. <laughs> Could you have Jay Crowder and Eric Pascal on the same team? <sighs> what, is, what, what is the point of having Eric Pascal, though? Quinn won't give him minutes. Well, okay, so, Logan, can we put yours on pause real quick because I see people say this all the time but we yeah, need to get but the thing is I mean Eric is the problem with Eric is like he's good at some things but not good at other things and so it's it's difficult to figure out like when you should or shouldn't play him when people say so Jared when you say you know because I don't know if you said it, but I know people have said it, it's like they need to find a way this is the, the quotes I need we, the Quinn needs to find a way to get Eric Pascal minutes and I think they mean to say something else I, I think they mean to say that they, you know, what they really want to say or they should say is Quinn needs to sit Rudy Gay. Yeah, no, that is to, exactly what they're saying. When but they like, say I that. mean, I, I, I think people are like, well, if you take a minute away from, they're just anybody, too afraid to take a shot at Rudy Gay because then they're not, then they're not. Oh, doing I don't their... think they're, I don't think they're afraid. I, I just think, I just think they, they just, they, they just think it's like, all right, cool. The Jazz are running ten men right now. Take a minute away from each man, and there's ten more minutes that you can put. In, and like, it just doesn't work that way. Like we're, yeah. we're not running eleven, twelve. The Jazz are going to run 11, 12 man rotations. Um, if you want Eric Pascal to get minutes, and you know, I, I don't know if it's unfair or fair. I, I don't think it's the right thing to take Rudy Gay out because, uh, as much as good as Eric, the thing that Eric Pascal is good at, he probably is not as versatile as Rudy Gay in other things. Definitely not. Post game, back to the basket. You know, let's say Eric Pascal's defense was probably a little bit better, but not like you know drastically better. Um, Three point shooting is still. Well, I, I don't know, but um, I guess the big issue though is like it's like you guys want to see Eric Pasco play, but Rudy Gay is going to be the player that that matters down the stretch. So that right. is why he's getting those minutes, and that is why Eric Pasco is not getting those minutes. So trading Mike Conley for which is but Pascal, because... but, pa- but Pascal, I mean, to, I mean, what what well, you're saying a little bit of both is correct. Like Pascal, like does, you hit it around the head at the beginning, Jared. He does a lot of things well. There's some things he doesn't do well at all. And to your point, who everyone just wants to plug him in but doesn't really know how. Right. They're just like, just put him in there. He doesn't always fit. The one kickback I will give, though, then we see weird things like Hernan Gomez starting, which is where you're like, okay. That was weird. <laughs> you know, that, that, that's, that's, that's where I have to like, to, to some, like, you can't just plug in Pascal for anything because it doesn't always make sense. But there have been plenty of weird situations this year where you're like, okay, like, 
I understand be, he yeah. doesn't do all those things, but like, there's just weird stuff like last night. We're like, what? Maybe, maybe like, <laughs> that, that scientist Chris Snyder. Um, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so that, that that's that's one of those like things that I want to rant on. I'm glad you, that you know Jared said his name because I would have forgot. But people keep saying, you know, they need to they need to find a way. Like, no, give us give us your suggestion. And I, I want to say most people were like, well, just take a minute or two away from everybody. I'm like, that's not how this works they're they're already running so if everybody's healthy i think that's the the real problem is you see the people having those conversations have never looked at trying to build their own rotation yeah, so and once you look at that then we, you understand it's like oh do this <laughs> yeah i mean um, he, he, but he, he checks all the boxes he's like the perfect like hustle guy backup quarterback right, right. i don't remember who said it maybe it was clint but someone said like one of jerry sloan's greatest things he ever did was convince jazz fans that effort was better than results and so like <laughs> yeah. as jazz fans like he does he checks every box when you like really kind of look at it and i've got kind of a running joke about how i've never seen eric pascal make a three i really haven't seen him make one <laughs> and that's just and, and and then i think last night he missed one or the other night he missed one by like literally like four feet um so he, he does he hustles he tries hard and it's right. just it, it is it is you can't just throw him in there for everybody so calling for him all the time i don't agree with but there are still been plenty of weird instances where it didn't make sense. But, there, you know. there was this episode where I did because, like, you guys were just not available. Like, I think you guys were asleep. And so yeah. I just did it by myself, and I went on this Eric Pascal rant. Like, I, I think he's a good player. I think Eric Pascal could be a ninth man on a non-contending team. All right? But the, the Warriors didn't want to use him on a contending team. Um, the Jazz have nine to ten guys who are – and it's, it's not that – Again, you know he is a good hustle player, and, and Logan's right. You know, like hustle doesn't mean uh, doesn't mean talent. Um, I, I talked about like Eric Pascal. Like, do I feel comfortable, gun to my head, uh, if I need someone to shoot a shoot a wide open three to make it? Do I do I trust Eric Pascal to be that guy? No, um, it, it's a lot of things, form and everything. And you, you put him out there, you, he's definitely going to be the guy that's open all the time. And is that good? You know, it, it, if Trent Force is out there, do I do I trust that? No, right. Um, so it's sort of that same um, same deal there. Like I know he hit a lot at the beginning of the year, and he go he can go he can be streaky. But I mean, these are the same people who hate Jay Crowder that Jay Crowder that um, uh, are calling for Eric Pascal, which is so weird to me. But yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah, back so that, to, that, yeah. that makes zero sense. Back back off my tangent now. Sorry, I had that balled in for like weeks. Um, uh, what, so the question is like, will we trade? Would I trade Mike Conley for Jay Crowder and uh, Grayson Allen? Um, <laughs> there's a lot of there's a, there's a lot of interesting levels to that and i put this in my notes back when mike conway sucked dick so uh <laughs> it's it doesn't look as well now that he's just the greatest gift to god again but yeah, it because... was back when he was struggling and we were talking about trading him for a, a sack of marbles just right funny to think about because that is essentially who he was traded for right uh essentially some right. Yeah, so, so basically well, going back to Bruce face on the team so i mean that's easy for me yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, Grayson Allen's turned out to be uh, a pretty solid he's a he's, he's a player, player. right? Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, he's exactly what the Jazz kind of need. Like, someone who does play ha- has lateral quickness, and then um, uh, has has a tendency to hit open threes. Like, oh, all right. Oh yeah, yeah, and he's he's a he's a Marcus Smart light in that he always gets caught on the wrong side of a dirty play yeah. or uh, play. same same with Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder again, another good hustle player, but. A little more talented. Mm, not with height. the same level of frequency, I feel. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I was, I was comparing Jay Crowder to, to Eric Pascal. My, my mistake. Oh, but like, oh, you know, hus- I was kidding, hustle, energy, um, uh, has, has a little bit of a dog in him, uh, which Jazz haven't had in a while. Uh, you know, he, he's a chucker. And, um, uh, you know, it's, 
So if I took the names away and just said, you know, two guys that have a tendency to be known for perimeter defense, lateral quickness, I can hit threes. It's interesting. Um, the Jazz just seem to have like, you know, we're, we're trading a guy that brings intent because those guys aren't, they don't bring intangibles. Mike does have some intangibles, which, I mean, it sounds awful because you'd rather have guys who, you know, can also like show you that can like, hit threes and, and stuff. But, um, you know, there, there's something about Mike. So our, our, at this point, I have to decide if I think Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert can carry a bunch of um, uh, C-plus players, C-plus, B-minus players. And I do not believe that. Yeah, they cannot. I mean, it, it just feels like it would be a step towards the um, Portland Trailblazers, uh, the good Portland Trailblazers. What the Jazz really needed to be able to do was consolidate Mike Conley and uh, Boyan Bogdanovich into one one better player, but yeah. that'll never happen. Oh, so it's too late for that now. But um, uh, yeah. So uh, I think the question, like, could the Jazz survive uh, trading Mike Conley to get um, uh, younger pieces that um, play? Like, could the Jazz change their identity to be Donovan focused? And you still have Boyan there, so your your, your third guy is Boyan. Um, I think Rudy Rudy will suffer a lot because no one gets the ball to you know Donovan doesn't get the ball to Rudy very very well. Uh, He's gotten better at it, but yeah, no, he doesn't. Yeah. Um, that, I think that's why I think that's why um, that's why Rudy would probably need to be traded, man. If you're going, if you're making it Donovan focused, Donovan run offense, then you need to probably trade Rudy. Is, is that is that kind of where you're going with that question, uh, Logan? Or that? Uh, uh, I'm just, it, 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 it's it's a little trickier because I can separate the personalities and the problems those guys played. But if if we get to this offseason after Jason Kidd and Luca bounce us in the first round and Connolly looks old as hell or his hamstring blows out again and we want to get, just get rid of him, I'd be interested to think what type of player you guys would like to get back. Because a couple of weeks ago, I was like, can we just get him for some pieces? Mm-hmm. And it was just it was interesting because obviously we traded for those guys and we saw them go for the last couple weeks. I thought that'd be interesting. Yeah. I, want, I want somebody yeah. who's taller, who's just a complimentary ball handler, complimentary ball, ball handler. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's just I'm, I'm, I'm going to I'm not delete this one from my notes because I think it might have some relevance again somewhere right. down the line. But, like I'm, uh, yeah, so, um, so I, I, of, uh... I think that if you were to trade Connolly, if you were to flame out again and, and look like old Connolly, and you were able to pull off you know two NBA legitimate role players, I think that's actually probably more than you'll get for Connolly on the open market. But, yeah, right. Because I mean. Uh, I mean, he, he'll be 30. There is so much history with personalities and what we've seen from these two specific guys, but it was just interesting. I don't know. We'll see. Like, Mike, Mike Conley at 35, making 25-ish million. It's not, not a super easy contract to, to get off of. Mm-hmm. Not impossible, but also, like, but if he also just looks like he did two weeks ago, yeah, that's you, – you're, you're, you're going to get 20 cents to the dollar on, on that trade. You're, you, you, you're going to get maybe one rotation piece. Um, you're, you're gonna get you're gonna get the, the kill Alexander Walker trade basically. Um, so. it sure is a it sure is a bummer that the, the Grizzlies rebuilt before we could even get. Anyways, <laughs> that's an off season yeah, yeah. podcast. Uh, but. You know, some good front offices, right? Um, uh, all you, right, they, no, they, they definitely got. I mean, you luck out when you get someone like Jaw for right. sure. So you can't you can't discount that. But they yeah. seem to have surrounded them with a lot of really really good pieces, which is Dylan, interesting. Dylan Brooks, Zaire Williams. Um, uh, Dylan Brooks never plays anymore. Desiree. Triple J. No, he's tri- I'm, 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 I'm officially on the triple the Triple J bandwagon. Jared's got me on there. I was hey, I was I was to him on the low post, and he's just that, that guy was fantastic. <laughs> he was he was he was so good. Welcome. He was just um, yeah. 
All right, love... so um, any more questions here, Logan? Like, these are interesting. Let's no. throw some more out there if you have any. Um, let me see. I've got, I got to save this one for last. <laughs> I do have the comments on fighting with reporters. That one is interesting. Um, we're not fighting, but I guess our players are arguing with rep- calling reporters out in the media. That's a, right. I'm, not really sure, I'm not really sure what to make That's of that one. Nicer. I mean, but I, I, the, the interesting part was I saw a lot of responses to that that were like, you know, hey, you know, these our jazz beat reporters are actually kind of soft and are not soft. They're actually much nicer and not as hard on uh, these players as they are in other markets. And that's, I, that's I don't true. know if that's I, I, yeah, that, that could be true. <laughs> but the, the, the hard part that made that hard for me to realize was a lot of the people making those comments were also working in media in some form or fashion as well, too. So yeah. it's hard for me to like. Uh, separate that piece, and I, I don't know. It's it's. I mean, it's, definitely it's, it's, de- definitely seems weird that they're, they'd be searching their names out on 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 the internet like that. Um, but it's Yang, also George Yang. Yeah, so I think our instinct is to kind of say that soft, but yeah. then George, then George. then something hit me, and that was Kevin Durant. So I'm so, like, I guess I don't I don't right. know if it is or not. Yeah, like it's. Uh, I mean, these guys uh, these guys have egos. Like we we know like we think these guys don't have egos. We we think some of our our main guys on the team don't have the egos. As yeah. as James Harden, but you'd be surprised, you know. And and once these guys leave the Jazz, a lot of it might come out. So, um, uh, you know, just be prepared for that, I guess. Um, yeah, like I'm a that, that it was interesting to like because I, I saw I it took a while to figure out like where the root of it was because just happened all I think I was in Vegas when it happened. So, um, but yeah, like I mean, I mean, you, did you saw the comment that Andy made? It was it wasn't. Now, I don't want to defend Andy here, but you know it wasn't like he was, he was like, "Oh, that's a bad play." Like Royce, you know. Yeah, it wasn't even like a really pointed comment. Yeah, just like, like I, I think. Well, I think what's weird about it was obviously it was on the heels of the Jordan Clarkson from a couple of games ago before, right? So yeah. it was almost as though the players were then looking to his thread to see what he was saying. That that's at least my interpretation because it was the one where he before that was the one where he talked about how truly terrible Jordan Clarkson was, and Clarkson tweeted something at him. Some passive aggressive shit, um, but it was super cool because Jordan Clarkson did it. But um, <laughs> yeah, right. JC uh, um, JC's above all. He he's he's you know, he, he do no wrong according to the jazz fans. So. Hey man, he just vibes. Leave him alone. He just vibes. I, I, he vibes. It's just fine. Just. You know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't really have anything different under here. I mean, all, most of these other answers, you know, Donovan leaving us, Rudy and Don, like people like Rudy and not Don. <laughs> um, but uh, the, the the big one is the terrifying fact to me is at some point in time Luka Doncic is Doncic is going to win a playoff series, and how how much longer can we count on him not winning a playoff series? That would be so jazz. That's so jazz. I mean, it's just it's at some point, at some point the NBA is going to want to win a playoff series too. So that 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 Mavs team uh, was a lot uh, seemed a lot better when Kristaps was there, but. You know, uh, what do you mean? A, a better uh, as a, as, oh, a as a better matchup for us. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, absolutely. Uh, I, I need to finish my thoughts. Yeah, like I'm, uh, we we kind of joked like how they traded somebody to get two kind of spare pieces. I'm like, well, you know, those spare pieces are trying to be pretty good. working out. So, yeah, I expect a lot of flexibility yes, going forward. So Spencer Dinwiddie um, uh, is definitely not a spare piece, but um, uh, yeah. Uh, well, he looked like garbage with his previous team, so I mean, they got him. Well, that, that's... Got him there, and uh, he fit right in. So, the problem, uh, that's the, be- I, I don't that's the beauty of them being a bunch of that's the beauty of him being on a bunch of teams of just regular dudes is he has a chance to shine a little more. Yeah. It's kind of weird with the Dinwiddie; they just like they let him, they just let him go loose while Lucas sits right. So, yeah. 
So yeah, they just let him do his thing and get cooking, and then they kind of blend it together. Here's it's, what I here's what, here's where I have my qualms with the Spencer Dinwiddie thing. He's a 32 percent career shooter, and he was on some. He's been he has been on good teams before, but people want to forget that he. He like he was so angry at the Brooklyn Nets because he was going to be a role player. And I mean, here's the thing: Do I think he's probably getting somewhat higher quality shots versus Luca? Do I think that turns him into a 40 percent three point shooter for his career? Probably not. So I think there's probably going to be some regression to the mean with him. Uh, maybe I've even yeah, that's, that's definitely possible. I, I don't put him in. I don't put him in the star category no, for sure. It's no. just been. He's been a he's been a he's fit, he's fit a role very interesting right. for them because we I think we all pretty much thought it was going to be he was a bust and it was a waste of time and it wasn't going to work so it's just been interesting this team find a uh, a super Jordan Clarkson type role. But, Jason, Jason, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like I mean, he's a he's a bench player plus, right? Like I mean, he's your your he's a starter, but also like a guy that plays with a, a lot of the bench units and um, uh, yeah, just he he has an engine so. Um, yeah, so that, that, I mean, well, we're assuming that we're playing the Mavs three weeks out, and come back to us and uh, come back to us in the middle of April when everything's all you know gone to hell. So, yeah. um, I, 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 I deleted my note on Jazz need to get to the three seed. That's obviously not happening. So, <laughs> well, yeah, it's, 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 it's amazing how things it's amazing how things age in two weeks, right? Hey, um, uh, Steph Curry's not going to be playing for a while, so well, who knows? Um, yeah, they'd have to lose a lot of games, which I don't a think. A lot of games. Two, three games, right? There's several games ahead of us. Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, I mean, and we're also talking about the Jazz dropping three games too. So I mean, could they're happen. about as close. They're, they're about as close to the three as they are to the seven. Yeah, something like that. So yeah, so I mean, I guess it, that's. I think it goes back to what you said a couple weeks ago. These guys will probably end up where they're at. Yeah, so. I mean, that's just that's just how the. But I mean, again, Steph Curry, uh, Steph Curry, uh, being out uh, again. If, if if Donovan's out for the next three weeks, then. It all changes. Everything changes. So, um, well, it's well, just a bruise for him. So hopefully that'll not be. Right. He won't be out. I don't dude, know, dude. This is the this, you're talking to the same guy who's like, oh, he hurt his ankle. Uh, so, oh, you got it, it, it was just mild sprain. He'll probably be back in a month, and then three months later, oh, well, I, I don't know when he's going to come back. Who knows? So, um, you know, well, I, well, I'm trying well, to also he got a concussion, and the concussion. No, I'm, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about gave, last year. It gave all the Jazz fans concussions right, thinking right, about yeah. it. So like, um, oh, yeah, no, we're we're yeah. three, we're four games in the win column behind them, three games in the loss column, so three and a half games yeah, so, I mean, behind the Warriors. Uh, How far is seven? Three? Uh, yeah. Well, three. are yep. 41 wins, so they're two wins behind us and four, loss. four well, losses. The losses are pretty important. The, the four losses are pretty important. Yeah, the four losses uh-huh. are more important, yeah. But, um, uh, I mean, uh, so, I mean – I don't okay. think we see the Timberwolves again this year, do we? Uh, ooh, I don't think so. Um, I, I feel like we played them eight times in the first two yeah, months. So, a lot. Um, I mean, we're talking like, again. It's just I, I hate speculating because I we, oh, I, and the, the Clippers are the eighth seed and they're at five hundred. Exactly, crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, I, the fact that they're doing it without Kawhi and Paul George is still it is pretty crazy. So, um, the, um, the, the, is Paul George out right now? I can't remember. I still, I'm pretty sure. Uh, the Clippers, crazy. the Clippers are five, five, five and a half games ahead of uh, the Lakers for that nine. Season. Yeah, no, it's it's that's, hilarious. That, that, that's fun. That's fun to see, guys. Um, okay, so before we Dude, go, I hope they beat. I hope they beat them in the play-in. That would be awesome. Um, the, oh, the, the home. Clippers and Lakers. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, the jazz. Well, like, uh, sorry. Before we go, uh, we're gonna we're gonna dip into the time machine here. Hop into the DeLorean with me. We're gonna when we hit eighty eight. You're gonna see some shit. We're gonna go back into the Nugget Pouch. You know, this was retired years ago. Um, but uh, you know, we're back. We're we're, we're back in two thousand twenty. Uh, right, right as the pandemic hit. Um, uh, you know, we were nugget pouching all over the place. Uh, resident, uh, I believe this re- became a thing because uh, Logan had said he was a Nuggets fan for a minute when he grew, grew up. I can't remember. Yeah, I'm the biggest. I'm the biggest Nuggets fan you guys know, actually. Yeah, Jokic. Um, uh, all right, so um, uh, hit us with that pouch there, Logan. Yeah, so it's it's I I don't know how my my mind arrived at this particular Nugget pouch. It's not like before where we'd find. I'd find some really weird loose connections between the Nuggets and the Jazz or throwback players. This is this is actually a player that we're all you know very very familiar with, and just some interesting parallels with the current Jazz player and just what what you guys' thoughts are on this comp that's kind of come to my mind. I'm not you know just some interesting parallels that I put them together. But Carmelo Carmelo Anthony oh, uh, obviously as as a Nug was um, it, it's it's weird because we grew up watching superstars and so my mind was i saw michael jordan we saw kobe we saw superstars that like never ever failed or made mistakes in the crunch right like they never made mistakes it was always they beat us every time they never made errors and carmelo anthony was like the first like number one star on the team who i remember like having matt harpering get the best of him or he traveled in the corner he'd step on the baseline and he would kind of have these really weird occasion not all the time occasionally these boneheaded plays down the stretch to close out games as a young nugget. Right. Um, and I think we all agree that Carmelo is a, was, was, you know, considered a one. Um, and he also had some New York aspirations, which kind of brings me to, I think you guys know where I'm going with it. It goes with Donovan Mitchell. What? And I just think that, I mean, uh, we can joke about the New York thing, which isn't what it is, but I just think that it's, it's just interesting that I do believe Donovan Mitchell is a one like Carmelo Anthony was a one. But, like, maybe, like, I don't know. It's just there, there's some interesting parallels there because I do love Donovan, and he can go crazy, he can go wild, but we don't really have any of those. I just, I guess it's probably, the, it was probably the Milwaukee game that got me thinking because there's just, Donovan does have some pretty gnarly blunders on his record when it comes to, to important just kind of brain melt situations, right? And even outside of that, there's not a whole lot of, like, I don't know that Donovan's ever hit a game winner. Unfortunately, sometimes he's never sometimes he hasn't always come up big in the clutch. So it's just, it's just an interesting thing to, to think about because I, the, the Carmelo thing is, I don't know. The, the, I don't know. It's just, it's just an interesting thought that crossed my mind, not just with, probably because of the, the, the shitty New York stuff that always comes out, but just wondering as players, you know, I think we consider them ones and stars, but I don't think that Carmelo is definitely like a, a tier below, you know, obviously the LeBrons and some of the yeah, other guys, right, and maybe right. even the Dwayne Wade's right to where they can carry a team. And so it's just, I don't know, it's an interesting, interesting thought to, as I watch these guys and figure yeah, out where they're going. Hero ball, good or bad? Like, because he, he's had, I mean, I, I think it's unfair to say, I mean, maybe he hasn't hit a game winner, like, a la, like, bogey, right? Where the ball goes in, when the clock runs out. But, I mean, he had that game in Detroit a couple of years ago, right? Remember when they were down and he took over that whole fourth quarter. Uh, didn't he have a game against like the Thunder in, in the playoff series where where he um, uh, took over in the fourth? Like he's had fourth quarters where he's taken over, um, and um, I, 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 I don't know what we count as like crunch time. Like 
not hitting a game-winning shot. Okay. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, no, I mean, that, that, that's probably fair. I'm not, that's, not to, that's not to say that Carmelo and Anthony never had those moments right, right. either, but I don't know. It's just, yeah. so more, but, but if you're also going to discount that, that Donovan hasn't come up short when it meant the most, that's also well, yes. I mean, and false that, too. And that's things that, like, I'm, uh, you know, we we've seen it, and I think there are Jazz fans who get frustrated. But I think if you have a, a number one, like, you you want Donovan to be the guy that you know initiates the offense and, and be the guy because I mean, how many years did LeBron fail? At, you know, like there were these years like, oh, LeBron was uh, was was not a clutch player. Um, the, then they, Michael Jordan talks about all the time like that he missed game winning shots, but people don't remember that because they, they all remember the ones that he hit. Um, Karl Malone um, uh, was a guy that um, uh, failed plenty of times. Uh, but then, you know, he, he's that's the guy what, that you kept going That's through, what you right? get Zach Lowe calling James Harden guard, guard Karl Malone. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I mean, but Karl still hit, like, you know, so he, he, he missed a, a, a lot of, like, game-winning shots, but also he, he made a lot of game-winning shots. Um, it's just, it's one of these, I, I, people get, uh, it's not just Logan's question here, but people have been talking about the hero ball stuff, and I just like, I don't know if, if if you have a if you have a guy like Donovan, I feel like you want this. You you want him to have the ball at the end of the game and, and try to make something because that's what that's what the NBA is. You know, it's, it's you one guy. Complaining about hero ball is so annoying. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like it's like oh, they should be running plays. Like yeah, you 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 have a play out there, but sometimes you just let you just let Joe Johnson back somebody down and 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 take a shot. You know, you let these guys because it's in their blood, and they develop it. Darren Williams, I'm a. Um, I felt like he started earlier, um, uh, but he's he's also had had some times. Um, so is Donovan like I, I I personally think that Donovan's clutch time performances aren't awful. Like yeah, he missed that shot against the 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 Bucks. It sucks. Um, and he he's had times where his hero ball hasn't worked. But man, there are times like you know we kept saying oh third quarter dawn, fourth quarter dawn, where I know he can turn it on, and you know. I'm just waiting for him to unlock it more consistently, I guess. Uh, and I'm okay with him losing a game against the Bucks or whatever. Not, you know, that sounds harsh, but uh, missing that uh, out. Like, I don't, I don't mind the hero ball stuff because that's the NBA. Like, that's why we watch the NBA. We, we watch these guys run, you know, hold the ball for 20 seconds, play iso ball to, you know, either pop, get to the, uh, get to the rim, or, or hit a step back. That's just, we, we, I watched it for 30 years, right? So, um, I don't know. I, uh, Jared, I, I don't know if that's a good answer for myself or not, but go ahead and answer, and then Logan can castrate me. Uh, I'm going to let Logan answer first because I feel like I checked out halfway through your explanation. I'm sorry. No, it happens. <laughs> I talk about it. He's looking at nudes. Um, <laughs> yes. The, uh, no, I, I, I think that maybe as you're talking to this, that part of it is maybe me, but maybe part of this is my, my mindset shifted and, and and I still think the parallel with Carmelo is also accurate and that maybe it's more of an indictment of the, the players around him. There's been a number of times in the, you know, where Don does go, you know, third quarter Don is a thing. And then fourth quarter, sometimes it doesn't show up, but a lot of times there's scheming that's going on to keep, you know, double teams and things like that are, they're targeting him to keep him from being able to do certain things. So um, it's just, maybe, I don't know. We, it's just, maybe it is more of an indictment on the people around him. The same to go for Carmelo, there never was a real legit number two as well either, right? So, um, hey, I it, think it, it takes a pretty special player. Skinny Billy, was he there? Skinny Billy, whatever his name was. Yeah, <laughs> and he had Sean Phillips, but he was more of just a point guard facilitator, not really like a the animal. The the animal. Yeah, the animal. No, no, he was like at the tail end of yeah, Kerm. So, 
I mean, uh, I, I guess I hijacked the question because I wanted to talk about Don's Hero Ball, but um, <laughs> the yeah, the Carmelo thing, it, it, it's a fair comparison. I, I think there, I think there's some good um, comparable stuff that you, that you brought up there, and um, yeah, Carmelo. I mean, I, I mean, again, sometimes sometimes Don does find the right play, right? And if Royce mm-hmm. doesn't, if, if Royce Noel takes and makes a shot, maybe it's different, right? Yeah. Um, the the, yeah. the fourth quarter against the Bulls was. He wasn't scoring a lot, but man, like he had that no look pass, like he was facilitating. And um... well, the I think let me examine from the other aspect of this because, like, let's talk about personality wise and um, with the people in Don's life and like apparently him and I don't what is, what is her name her, like Deja Lighty or whatever I don't know what her name him and the, his lady friend are sort of it seems like that they're uh i don't know canoodling again or something um you know is she somebody that would ever want to come to utah and live in utah probably not just because like that's never been her thing maybe he does want to go back to new york because he feels more comfortable with the scene out there who knows man i mean donovan just seems to play things much more much closer to the vest than carmelo and he also seemed a lot more, uh, I guess, I guess you could say woke, maybe. Like he seems more concerned about like, not so much about like just like the financials and like living in a glamorous location, but like he seems to care about, about giving back to the community and whatnot. And I feel like he meets a lot of resistance here, and he probably wouldn't see uh, nearly as much resistance in uh, in New York. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. It's 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 an interesting question, interesting thought exercise because I think the comparison does have a lot of interest. Uh, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of it's multifaceted. You know, because New York, the Mountain West. You know, Denver is very similar to to Salt Lake, except for that you know it's just a bigger version of Salt Lake and a bit more liberal. Like a so, much bigger version of Salt Lake. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> four yeah, times bigger. Four times bigger. Yo, I know, um, I know. I'm, I'm not trying to undersell Denver. Uh, yeah. So yeah, maybe like, maybe it's, maybe it's but just Denver, of... Denver and Phoenix honestly remind me so much of Salt Lake. It's scary, like it's weird, man. Like I was not expecting that when I visited those two cities extensively. <laughs> um, yeah, so like I mean, the, the the Don to New York thing. I mean, in the back of my mind, like it, it is bigger than it was, but like it's because it's like the closer we get to the end of Don's contract. You know, the, the more information we get, um, and um, I don't know if he'll force his way out or he'll, he'll just wait for a couple more years for his contract to, two or three more years for his contract to like you know, get to a point where he can get out of it. But um, yeah, it's it's just one of those things. Like the more information, like three years ago, I was like, don't worry about it, right? Because we didn't need to worry about it three years ago. But as, as we get closer to the end of Donovan's tenure or contract here, I think I'm, uh, the more like we, we're going to have more information about. If he wants to leave New York, and he, he might again have might have good reason. If the Jazz just become the Portland Trailblazers again, you know, you know, do do we want Donovan to be the Dame role? Because I mean, you know, Portland loves Dame because of number one his loyalty, but it also has held the team back from, you know, resetting and cleansing everything and trying trying all over again. Because you have to try to keep Dame happy enough in the playoff, you know, his first round playoff exit for years. Before you're like, oh, now now they're gonna try to figure something else out, right? So, um, you know, you, being stuck in that limbo isn't 
being stuck in that first round, second round limbo sounds awful because that sounds like what the Jazz do all the time. But man, the the alternatives to that are a lot, also a lot worse. So I think Jazz fans are a little spoiled because in the last thirty years they haven't, you know, they've had yep. like winning team four years not making the playoffs, and that was kind of it. And then yeah. they've been contending ever since. So yeah, it's four or five years, I guess. So I, I don't know. Um, yeah, so uh, Logan, thank you for for that nugget pouch. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think just to to to, to, to some final thoughts on my end on is that I don't to I, I don't want it to get twisted. I think that Donovan Mitchell is definitely good enough to be the best player on a championship winning team. I don't, I, and I think especially as long as he progresses the way he goes, who knows what the guy's capable of. It's just, it's just, I guess what it all comes back down to is can you be, and it always goes back to what your expectations are. If you if you want to being a a Carbello or a a uh, you made a good comp to Dame Lillard, like the best player on on good teams, and that's fine. But I don't know that there's 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 I don't know. I guess there's just levels of ones, right? There's levels of ones who can maybe uplift more of that, and you you really don't see it too often anymore, anyway. Even in the last couple of years, but can you be a championship contending team when your second player is second best player is yeah. who, who 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 we know he is? So it's just I don't know. I, I want to put it's this in the notes for next time. Is that like I'm uh, you know. Is there is there a, a a way to build a team that is not team blow it up, but not team run it back like can can the Jazz and we it's, we we're, is we're there a not even uh, like it's just like is there something else like can, can the Jazz run back a roster but you know with limited tools, you know somehow um, uh, you know get somebody and and not give up almost all their core, you know team blow it up is like give up you know sixty percent of your core, um, but is there a way to like all right you know keep Rudy keep Donovan, uh, well, and make it work with Bogey. You, got, you, you got to do it the Miami Heat way, man. You gotta, you gotta have a guy that wants to come there, and then the other team facilitates. Oh, so so, so that's the so, no. Okay, like, sounds good. Uh, yeah, people are like, yeah, yes. Jimmy Butler's out there going, you know what? I like the mountains. I'm yeah, gonna, right. I'm gonna, give, what, I'm gonna give that inversion a try. I hear, I hear Park City has has some pretty good chicken. That Dirty Bird. Um, uh, yeah, so. You know, yeah, this this beach life. I've actually never heard of Dirty Bird, so I'll have to check it out. I don't know. I, don't, I, can't, I can't remember the name. I just, I just threw something in front of Bird. Oh, I thought you were talking about, I thought you were talking about Pretty Bird. Pretty Bird. There we go. Pretty Dirty but that, Bird. That's not Park City. I, I know. I just, I, I threw all, everything that was good about Utah. Um, that in was one list. That was not Salt Lake. Dirty, yes. Dirty Bird. Dirty Bird is a, uh, is a chicken, chicken drive through the Jamal. Jamal Anderson Jamal, started Jamal, in West yep. Valley. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so let, let's 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 pull out the nugget, nugget pouch, and let's stick it into the um uh, uh, Mar- uh produce scooter or Marnay. There's a lot of opposition to the phrase that you just dropped. Yeah, <laughs> on, on my end personally. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, it was definitely possible. Like oh, <sighs> pause. Oh. <laughs> All right, um, uh, in Marnie's produce corner, corner, do we have anybody? Um, I, don't have, I don't have anybody. I don't pay attention to the tweeters anymore. Uh, you know, I, I, I haven't. I don't have anybody either. Like, I'm, I haven't been on uh, the. Uh, I haven't been on the high notes account very much lately. I, I tweet here and there, but uh, you know, shout out to Mark because I know he listens. So, does, I don't he, know, listen? does he listen? Does, does he, he listen, listen anymore? Uh, we t- we tested him, oh. right? I can't remember. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I don't think he listens anymore. Oh, well, yeah, um, good for him. Actually, let's just let's let me open up the Twitter and see the first one. He's Jams. We should always shout out Jams. <laughs> Jams is currently working. He's training like a fifty-year-old man. He's worried about getting drafted for oh, the yes, war against was, Ukraine. Was, which and this guy's got some great one-liners. That's always good. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Jams is is trying to get drafted into no, war. He's, tra- he's, tra- he's training a guy. Who's afraid he's going to get drafted to the war? Which, come to find out, the guy's just got some real great one-liners. He's got a secret pizza place in Vegas. Secret um, pizza place? What the hell? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Tejo, shout out to Tejo for always singing the jams, loving the Rays when no one else loves the Rays. Hopefully he, hopefully he comes back and sings for us uh, our theme song. Denver is a city oh. reborn. We got we got Russell Wilson and Chris Bryant are on the rise. <laughs> Chris oh, Bryant. Shout out to our Jamal. Great. Jamal Murray's coming back. Double Denny DeVito, you better be writing us a theme song as we speak so that Teo can sing it. <laughs> Shout out to Nate. I'm uh, at Tremor1207. Uh, he talks trading cards with me, video games, ooh, wrestling. Ooh, ooh. Um, I, forgot, I, I, I actually have a I have a Logan-style uh, sycophant, you know? I have a follower that was liking my stuff, and I was like, oh, my goodness. I feel ooh. like I'm, I'm Logan. I think it's uh, Cody. Let's see. Cody, what's your handle again? They like like yes. you. He, he does like like me. <laughs> shout out! So while you look for that, shout out to at the real stabler who was supposed to be on tonight, but I was going to say I was going to say no shout out to the yeah. stabler for being a little cocky. He was. Uh, I think yeah, I think he's um, uh, enjoying his staycation a little too much. I I I, I thought he might. Um, uh, you know he he's he's taking a week off work. Let, let, let oh, him I guess he's, 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 I guess he's he's getting pretty horny. He's getting pretty horny in the mid afternoon to the Price is Right. So. <laughs> All bets are off at eleven. Ooh, I mean, that is the man who speaks to my heart. He also like yeah. uh, he, oh Boyd Boyd Coy thirty two B O Y D C O Y. He's also hating that I'm, uh, He's also hating that I talk about women's sports. It's very weird. <laughs> dude, that was such a weird thread. I saw that and I was like, "What the fuck, oh, dude?" I, you, you should see. This. I'm like, he he probably hasn't watched an NBA game in a decade. If that's how, what he thinks the women's game is like, mm-hmm. that game is. I, I don't know. The, the women's game has gotten so much better. Like, the talent level is a lot better talent, than people. Talent is, uh, is a weird word, but I'm uh, not, not – sorry, not a weird word. Weird, weird word, the way he used it. I was like, oh. Oh, no, yeah, it was. Yeah, no, but, but, but not equal talent. And I'm like, what do you mean not equal talent? But, um, uh, I, like, like okay. so, sta- so stable, that's what you get. You don't show up on our podcast. We're going to make sure we will go to your thread now and cancel your ass. Yeah, so. Congratulations. For, for shitting on the women, Actually, well, women's I, game. I, and... I told him Logan wanted to come in to make sure he wasn't sexist. Like, Logan was, like, all about his podcast. And so um, – uh, Hashtag uh, canceled. Yeah, so. Um, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what we do here. Like we're all we're all gonna get canceled, so you know whatever. Um, yeah, just don't just don't just don't give an invite and you bail on us. Shit's gonna get fucking nasty. <laughs> <laughs> He's not gonna listen. Doesn't matter. Um, uh, all right, folks. Um, uh, well, you know, uh, big big week. Uh, the Jazz are without eight people versus the Clippers. See if they can pick up a nice win. I mean, it's it's one of those like like it. A loss to the Clippers doesn't even do anything to them. <laughs> like, they're, they're pretty much stuck at the eighth spot, so whatever. Well, no, the Clippers will be above five hundred if they beat us. That's that's their yippee. And, and re, re, hey, Reggie Jackson, bro, like yeah, Reggie Jackson carries. He hates team. us. He hates us. Uh, like the guy, oh. like the guy that was on the Panthers. Um, he should hate us. He should love us. We got him a lot of money last year. Yes. Yep. Uh, and then the Jazz uh, go on that East Coast road trip. So who knows? Who kn- we we might be hanging ourselves by um, uh, next week. Is that so. the longest road trip of the season? That's a long one. It's like six or seven games, right? I feel like they've had they've had like five. They've had a bunch of five six game ones some uh, this year. So and that one felt extra long though. Let's see. NBA or sorry, Utah Jazz. 
schedule. Why not? Why not? We we're already we've already passed Riveting the point where content. people like we've already passed the point where people have stopped listening. They they saw they, they saw one hour and fifteen minutes on the podcast. They're like fuck this, we're not listening yeah. to this. Jazz Knicks, Jazz Nets, Celtics, Hornets, Mavericks, Clippers. Yeah, six games. Yeah, six is probably about right. Uh, I don't really want to go. Uh, we'll talk about it after we go off air. Um, hey, can I just say that uh, the 1995 Utah Jazz are by far the most disappointing Jazz of all time. Oh, no. They won 60 games and they lost in the first round in five games to Houston. The two yeah, best the, teams the played eventual, in the first round. The eventual yeah, no, uh, no, I know, but, Rockets. I know, but they were the two best. The two best teams played in the first round. They flamed. They flamed out in the first round. Uh, what do you mean two best? Sorry. I think the Jazz were the Jazz and the Rockets were probably, in my opinion, that year having wasn't, looked. At, wasn't that the Rockets team that was eighth in the West? No, I don't think no, because well, the, the first first one eight upsets didn't happen till. Oh, like, that's right. So yeah, because it was a three six. No, it was a three six. Yeah. Oh yeah, because the Rockets were the first six seed. Yeah, yeah, that Rockets team. Which is which is also interesting when you can look back at people talking about seeding doesn't matter. I think McCade was good about bringing us up on his podcast last last year all the time, and I saw it surface itself again. It's been a long, long time since a team won a championship below the third seed. Oh yeah, the I rocket. Mean, the Rockets are the last one, right? So it's kind of it's kind of funny that we just seem like we don't care, but I mean, no. good teams. And we can we 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 can, we can do the 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 activity of you know the the, the game the the league is more open this year than ever before. But there's, you know, obviously in that span of 20, they're almost 30 years now, there's had to be been moments like this too. This isn't the only time in the history of the NBA that it's been open. So yeah, it's just, I mean, it's interesting. Definitely interesting. I just, uh, uh, I just, uh, I, the Jazz are doing the opposite of what they did last year. So I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> Let's see if it works. Bold strategy, Cotton. Um, anyway, we'll catch you guys next time.